0: doing. Who like that? Yeah. Different way to start church, isn't it? I just want to start with a scripture. John 3, three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him would not perish but have eternal life. I'll pray. Father, I pray that you be with us, be in the centre of us today. Father, as we uh, focus on you, your goodness, and your love, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. It's great. How many like superheroes? How many here like superhero movies? I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I grew up watching way too much TV, way too many films and that, and, and the films that I watched generally were superhero films. I loved... Uh, Batman. I loved Superman. I loved all the Marvel stuff, all the, the, uh, you know, all Man from Atlantis, and even Wonder Woman when Wonder Woman was on, because women, women know that women can be superheroes too. In fact, Captain Marvel is a woman, isn't she? So it's a bit different. Uh, you know, and right through, you know, cops and robbers and just anyone who saved anyone else from situations I was totally into. Uh and I still love a good hero hero movie. I love I love uh The Incredibles, Mrs. Incredible, Mr. Incredible, Stretchy, Stretchy Lady. Um, you know, I love them all. And one of the things that I that I think about that is uh You know, why is it that we like superheroes so much? Does anyone know? Anyone got any ideas? Why is it that the world has an obsession with superhero movies? They do good. Any other reasons? That's a good one. (laughs) You're absolutely right. Chuck Norris and Superman... Had a bet, and the loser had to wear their undies on the outside. That, that true story. True story. Why, why else do you think we're obsessed with superhero movies? The good guys win. I didn't hear. The, sorry. We're all in a battle, aren't we? Yeah. We're all in a battle, and I think, I think we know as people, uh, whether we acknowledge God or not, we have the sense inside that something incredible is going on in the spiritual, and some people don't even acknowledge the spiritual, and yet they, they, they have this driver inside that drives us towards a sense that, that there is a good and an evil, and that good must prevail, Apart from the Wombles who design movies where the bad guys fail, uh, where the gay, bad guys win or, or the movie ends sadly, I think they get that wrong. And I don't know if you've seen any of those movies, but they're, they're not great movies to watch because it just doesn't sit well with us that it should end that way. Um, and the biblical account, is as fortunate for us, is not like that. It's the good guy wins, Jesus wins. God wins. We win when we come to Him. And uh, so I want to talk about superheroes today. Everybody needs a superhero. Everybody needs a superhero. Now you're thinking, uh oh, our pastor's gone. Gaga. I thought we were talking about Jesus. Jesus is the greatest superhero in my life. He's the greatest superhero in my life. So, as we're talking about superheroes or things around that, let's let's uh, bear in mind who we're actually talking about. We're talking about Jesus. We're talking about God. And today, at the end, we'll be talking about fathers because I think fathers are superheroes as well. And uh, so, so this is a little bit for fathers. Um, But the, uh, the dictionary defines a superhero as a character in a film or story who has special strength that uses it to do good things to help other people. Someone who has done something very brave to help someone else. The whole world would agree with that, wouldn't it? We need superheroes. We need people who are in doing things for other people. We need people who uh, don't think about what's good for me, but they think about what's good for society, what's good for other people and that. And one of the problems that we have today in our fallen world is we have a, uh, a world that's wrapped up in itself and it's all about me. And it's not the way we're meant to be. And that's why we, the world isn't solving its own problems. You look, uh, listen to the news this week. Guess what? Newsflash, suicide numbers are up. We've got all these strategies. We've got all these programs. We're throwing millions and millions of dollars at it, and it's not getting better. Because the problem is that unless we connect with God and come back to the one who created us, things don't get better. Until, you know, as long as we use sort of just focus from a worldly point of view, just systems and uh, processes and that, it doesn't, it doesn't deal with the problem, which is, which is us. It, it starts in here with us. We, we are fallen people, and we need to come back to the God that designed us. We need to put 91 in the car that was designed to run on 91, not try and run it on diesel or run it on, pet, uh, on water or run it on some kind of mix that doesn't, doesn't do the job. Still might get the car going, but the car's not going to run well at the end of it. There's a picture in the Bible uh, that Jesus paints, and it's the prodigal son is the one that we, that we know it as. And, and it's a story, uh, for those of you that may not know it, about a young man who's one of two sons, and he decides one day that he wants to go out and live his life. And so he approaches his dad and, and he says, Dad, I want you to give me my inheritance now. I don't want to wait until you're dead. I want it now. And it's an interesting request because when you think about it, what he actually was doing was basically saying to his dad, you're dead to me now. Give me what's mine. And it must have been a really insulting and a really terrible thing for his dad. But, but it says that his dad, Jesus said that his dad complied and gave him what he was owed. And off into the dust he went. And he had lots of fun, and he spent it on women and wine and song. But in the end, it was gone, and he was no better off. He'd had lots of good times with his friends because he had money, but once the money ran out, his friends ran out along with it. And he ended up, as we know, a pauper, basically, on the streets. He manages to get a job in a, at a pig farm looking after pigs. And, and then the realization comes to him, the pigs are fed better than I am. And at least they have somewhere to stay. I don't even have somewhere to stay. And so a light comes on in his mind, and he says, I can go back to Dad because even as servants were treated better than I'm being treated on this pig farm. So how about I go back to dad and I ask if I can just become a servant to him. No status at all, just a servant. But we know that Jesus goes on to change the story from what we'd expect. And he goes home and, and it says this interesting thing. It says that as he was still a way off, his father saw him coming in the distance. You see, his father was watching for his son's return. I think his father had never given up hope. His father was there waiting for his son to come home or living in the hope that his son would come home to him. And he was watching and he was watching and he was watching. And then one day he probably looked out and he thought, what's that in the distance? It's a figure. And as it got closer, there's my son. That's my son. And it says that he ran to his son. And we know that there was a great celebration that was thrown. He was given his, his, uh, some of his dad's possessions. And, and it was a beautiful thing. But the thing that Jesus was really teaching us was how God's heart longs for us to come back to him. How God's heart longs for us to return to the God God who designed us, the God who created us, the God who loves us dearly, the God who stands at the gate and watches for the return of His child. Beautiful picture, isn't it? It's a beautiful picture. And so it's just a short word today, but there's a few learning points that I just want to real really touch on. I've been thinking about superheroes and... Uh, One of the things that that is a common theme in a lot of superheroes uh, is the fact that they battle within themselves um, over situations in their lives that they don't have control over or things that they're not. They can be superheroes, and yet they still struggle with scenarios. You, You might recall Superman battled with the fact he wanted to just be a regular, normal guy. He was from kryptonite. And it was kryptonite, wasn't it? I think it was, yeah? Krypton. And kryptonite came from krypton. Yeah. But he longed to be normal so he could marry his long-lost love, Lois Lane. And they could fly off into the sunset. But he struggled with that, you know. Uh, Spider-Man struggled with memory and guilt in his life and and if you look at just about any superhero they have personal issues they have they don't have it all together and and it's kind of like us isn't it and it's kind of like us as dads as i as i talk about dads as well we don't get everything right we don't get everything perfect and guess what we don't need to we're not perfect so stop trying Just accept that we make mistakes. Apologize when we need to apologize. Hug when we need to hug. Kiss when we need to kiss. Make up. Move on. If I had uh, to give a dollar out for every time I made a mistake with our kids, they would be very, very well off. And I would be very, very poor. In fact, I would be beyond poor. I would be beyond bankrupt. Because just about every single day I'm around my kids, I say something wrong, I do something wrong, you know? It's just, it's just life. But it's kind of a picture of our journey with each other's where we, we work hard to get along with each other, but we constantly make mistakes, don't we? We constantly say things that we may not mean the way it's said or the way it's taken, but it's perceived to be a mistake. Or, or we say things that we just, you know, and then we think, oh, flip what I say. Oh, hang on, grab the words, put them back in my mouth. Didn't mean to say that, but it's too late once you've done that, isn't it? So, so we all can struggle with not being perfect. And we can all try to be something that we're not. And I think when we learn to accept the fact that we're not, we don't have it all together, we don't have to have it all together, we're there because we need a savior. Everybody needs a superhero. Isn't that cool? You know, if we had it all together, we wouldn't need a savior. I remember hearing this a uh, person preaching many years ago and some, he gave an altar call and some ladies called out and said, we've been saved all our lives, never done anything wrong. And he said, well, I'm sorry, you can't be saved then because Jesus only came to save the imperfect and the lost and you have it all together so you can't be saved. You see, we need to recognise the fact that we need a saviour. We need someone to save us from something. And when we realize that we need him, we can be. And it's a beautiful thing. Psalm 46 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea. I kind of wonder why they don't write that the other way. Instead of the therefore, they they don't reword it and say, therefore we will not fear, though the earth gives way, and the mountains be moved into the sea, because God is our refuge, our ever-present source of help. He's our superhero, isn't he? Isn't that cool? God's our superhero. God is our superhero. So as we come To the end, and the band can come on up. We're going to do communion in a second, but I just want to commend three groups of people. I want to commend you, fathers, for being fathers. You don't, you won't have been perfect because it's impossible to have been the perfect dad. But I'm sure you've tried to be the perfect dad, and I commend you. I. Thank you on behalf of others for being great dads. And the second group I want to thank is those of you, and there will be, there are a whole bunch in church here, you've been fathers to fathers, you've been role models to men, role models to young men. And so you've really been superheroes to superheroes or super to superheroes, however you want to put it. But isn't that great? How many. Here, are here because of the uh, deposit that someone else that you know is in, in this church is here. How many of you are here because of that? Just lift your hand up nice and high. How many, how many are here because there was a father figure that spoke into your life, that journeyed with you, that you can go and talk to even today when you need advice and that? I'm here, a product of that myself i I have had a number of father figures my father wasn't wasn't a man uh who followed god's ways he did he led his um, gave his life to Christ later on uh, but he uh never really lived in a church setting but i but God gave me people in my life that were in a church setting that that still to this day are father figures in my life that have taught me what a good marriage looks like because I've been in their home. I've seen what a marriage should look like because ours was quite dysfunctional. I saw my first uh, Christian couple have an argument and, and realised, oh, Christian people have arguments as well sometimes. They don't always disagree. It's not, it's not like God waves his magic wand and everything's always, we always think the same. no. We're individuals and we have different opinions sometimes. But Christ is over us and we love each other through it. We find a way to get through. So I stand before you as a product of, of someone who other people have deposited into. Other people have uh, taken aside sometimes and said, the way you said that wasn't so great. you know, Or how do you think you went when you did that? And I might say, mm, not so well hmm, maybe you could do it a different way. We need those people in our lives, don't we? We need those kind of fathers and mothers. But today is Father's Day. And the third person that I want to recognise is our great Father, our great heavenly Father. We are here because He thought of us. We're here because He spoke us into being. We're here because when mankind walked away from him, he longed to have relationship again. He stood at the start of the road and he looked out and he saw mankind a far way off doing his own thing. And he found a way to bring mankind back into relationship with him. And those of that have accepted him have the pleasure of having him journey with us there's still a lot out there need to know and need to bow their knee and realize that we need a savior we need a superhero in our life to save us from these situations but as we move to communion now i just want us to think about this this is a little bit different than normal but you know jesus had the bread and the wine and he took it and He gave thanks for it. And He said, as you take this, take it in remembrance of Me. Today, I want us to just consider the price of the Father. The Father gave so much. He gave His only Son that whosoever believes in Him, whoever believes in Him, would not die, would not perish, would not be lost would not drown, but would be saved and would come back into relationship with Him. Isn't that a great thing? We all need a superhero like God in our lives, in our corner, traveling with us through things. Doesn't always rescue us from every situation, doesn't always rescue us from every illness. He can, but sometimes, sometimes He doesn't. But he journeys with us through those situations. And I think that's a great thing. So I'll pray. And then after that, we can take communion. So, Father, I thank you, God, that you love us. I thank you, God, that you had a plan for us and you still have a plan for our lives. I thank you that uh, we were lost and you rescued us. We were lost and you brought us back. We belong to someone else who was there to destroy us, but you stepped in and you brought us back. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your love that didn't say it's too late. I thank you for your love that didn't say you've gone too far. I thank you for your love that said, come back to me, come back to me. And as we take communion now, we give you thanks for the emblems. We thank you for Jesus who came and died, laid down his life. Thank you for sending him. Thank you for that great sacrifice. We take it in love of you. Father, in Jesus' name.